0: Everybody, back to in reality. I am Omar Torres.
1: And I'm Don Motherfucking Maldonado. <laughs> Maldon Maldonado? Don motherfucking Maldonado.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That's what you do. That's
1: yeah. what you do in your spare time. Oh yeah, because if you were to uh yeah, literally. And if you were to look in my wallet, <laughs> you know, embroidered on it, it says badass motherfucker. Jerry curling mm. all. <laughs> But this isn't about me I remember that Yeah, this this isn't about me Yeah, of course, you're gonna be there when it happens So, (laughs) if you would be so kind, Senor Torres Tell us, uh, what film did you have in mind for tonight?
0: So, tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this 3am, after you just watched an episode of Family Guy or whatever We are doing a twofer Yeah, not a onefer twofer i love twofer. and not a
1: three don't get greedy nah that's too much there's only there's not enough hand this there's not enough resources to go around
0: <laughs> hands where were you going with that one
1: you're talking about a twofer which what twofer is this anyway
0: <laughs> uh this twofer is a special musical slash mel brooks movie entitled the producers yeah Okay. One of my favorite, I will, I will say when I'm at work and I'm just doing nothing, I'll sit there and go, springtime for Hitler and Germany. <laughs> Deutschland is happy and gay. <laughs>
1: Yo. Um, That's a problem. I that, know. It was good. It was, a very, it was a very good film. I really enjoyed it. Now, you said it was a twofer, so that was one of them. What's the other one? So the other
0: one is the Mel Brooks directed non-musical aspect or version, I guess. It was made quite a few years before, um, starring Gene Wilder and the other gentleman who was in uh, a lot of stuff. I don't remember his name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, hang on. It's coming to me now as we speak. Not really. I'm actually looking (laughs) at it on Letterboxd. Shout out, Letterboxd.
0: Yeah, I think he was actually. That guy was in musicals. I think he was on. Uh, Zero must He was in a movie called "A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum." Zero, Zero. Mustel, yeah. Zero, yeah. Zero okay, Mustel. I
1: thought that's a hell of a name, man.
0: Yeah, he was in a movie also called "A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum," which was pretty good. Um, uh, I was forced to watch it, but I'm glad I was. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, for a class, but. That was years ago, back at Florida State. Go
1: Knowles. Go Knowles, baby. All right. So, of the two producers, <laughs> which one did you like? Because I know for sure that I liked the original, like way more. So, mm-hmm. we can we're going we're going to elaborate on why I like it so much. But I like. Yeah.
0: It. Um. I personally, I like the original,
1: but I'm just so
0: much more familiar with the musical version, just because they're really like. The, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna rant right now. If you look on Netflix and you type in musicals, like maybe five live-action musicals will show up, and then a bunch of Disney movies or something like <laughs> they, that. Disney that a musicals, shit ton of too. musicals.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let me think. Uh, I know none. Moulin Rouge. I know the producers. I know Chicago. I know Does Cats Count? No, that's not a film. Um, mm. What's what are the other yeah, what are the other two? Musicals Like they
0: were, um, I've seen music. I've seen other good musicals Like film versions But it's a You know life. there's uh There's Les Mis There's um,
1: Forgot about Les Mis
0: Phantom of the Opera uh, Which I is a great about movie Phantom of the opera. Um How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying Okay uh, Which was an older film
1: that I enjoyed Okay, I'm not too familiar with musicals, so I guess we'll do a lot of uh, catching yeah. up. If this really catches on and people are like, give me more musicals, damn it, I guess we'll have to <laughs> I have to catch up.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I guess, that's, I guess I've seen that one more just because it's like, when I'm in the mood for a musical, I can't just go to Broadway. I live in Atlanta, that's not a thing, you know? Damn, burned. Sorry, Atlanta, but... <laughs> You don't offer me what I need. Sometimes I need to go other places to get what I really need. You know what I
1: mean? There's glory holes all over Atlanta. You can always get what you need. Oh, hey, we went there. <laughs> in the Waffle House <laughs> next to the Chick Fil A. <laughs> so <laughs> my favorite, which thi- is every
0: other street
1: <laughs> in Atlanta, <laughs> every other Peachtree Street. So my favorite part about the uh, original producers was by far Dick Shawn's performance he was the one that played Hitler Uh you know which was reprised by Will Ferrell his character in the the remake but mm-hmm. I had no clue Dick Sean was after seeing that I had to like add a bunch of his films to my watch list I like read a bunch of stuff about him on Wikipedia he was a huge sensation like from the 50s to the 80s like this guy was getting the residual royalty checks out the ass and
0: <laughs> if they did that I don't know if they did that that was like uh, I guess that was after the whole studio system. I would go back in
1: time. I'd go back in time and whoop somebody's ass. Say, y'all better give me my residuals (laughs) from the 50s. So, His family is probably taken care of. uh, I'm sure. I hope they're doing all right. So his (laughs) character there reminded me so much of Robin Williams. Right? And like if you see him in character. And I was like, wow, Mm. rest in peace, Robbie. I was like, this guy must have been a huge inspiration for him. I didn't realize... Right? That's where all of this craziness came from. And I was like, hey, how come this guy's biting Robin style? And then I went back and he was like, the prequel. He was the original. And I was like, yo, this guy's so fucking awesome. Sofa King. Awesome. And (laughs) I just, you know what I'm saying? I fell in love. Pause. You know what I'm saying? With his character. And I was like, that's it. He made this film for me.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, it was a really good movie. I enjoy... I think Gene Wilder is one of the one of the best at that time and that was definitely a role that helped solidify
1: him as oh, one yeah. of the greats. Yeah, you don't you don't get to star alongside Dick Sean and Richard Pryor, right? And not have your own legs to stand on. Gene, yeah. I thought Gene did a better job than Matthew Broderick because uh he mm-hmm. did a better job I think with his uh what do you call it? When somebody's bipolar characterization yeah characterization that whole bipolar disorder he had where he's like suddenly mm-hmm. crazed and hysterical and then all of a sudden he's fine so i'm cool homie i'm cool i'm an accountant and then next thing you know he's flipping off his handles on some stupid shit and it's like wow you know
0: yeah he did a really great job of like being neurotic and kind of yeah. like wild it's like that uh that old school uh you know i work in an office but i there's so much tension and stuff that i can't get out that it's just like all of a sudden you have you have to break and it, that's that's
1: who you are yeah. <laughs> you know how's that unhappy song go that i like that shit in the remake uh... i'm unhappy i'm sad like when he goes back to work and they're just—they're all stamping shit, and he's unhappy. Oh,
0: unhappy, <laughs> unhappy. Yeah, really, really. Something, really, really. Something unhappy. like that.
1: Happy. yeah, yeah. I swear they can make a East Atlanta trap version of that so fast. I'm waiting <laughs> on that one. But that—that that was lit. I like that one. The great Bro, big that would casting huge, couch.
0: Man, could you imagine? Man, <sighs> man. You ever been on a casting?
1: Up. You ever been on a casting couch, Omar? <laughs>
0: Oh man, <laughs> um, yeah. But I, yeah, I just like. Um, I think Na- uh, Nathan Lane did a really great job in the remake, um, and uh, you just like you feel for them in a way that's like uh, <laughs> it's it's almost like you you hate them and what they're doing. But you don't ever see it from the perspective of the outsiders that are like looking at these terrible people doing this terrible thing, taking money from old ladies. Yo,
1: yo. All right. So that was like the crux of the film right there. Because that was like that was the whole thing that they were selling all these percentages of the profit that they were hoping never existed. Now, in both versions, right, you have uh, Mr. Bialstock. Who is just Mm. smashing and hammering away at these poor old ladies? And I'm like, yo, how how would you feel, Omar? Would you do it (laughs) if I had to do it? Yeah, yeah. If you had to do it, or if your business partner had to do it. What if I had to do it, right? Hey man, that's one of us had to do it to keep this podcast alive. We get the
0: money, and you're doing it. Then I'm good. What? (laughs) If it's not me, I'm I'm good, man. You can do what you need.
1: No, fuck that. Now the tables turn. Now you do it. Now it's the remake. Now you do it.
0: <laughs> I can't, man. I'm...
1: But we need the money. Nah. Come on. You saw it was like $2 million they were about to make. Remember, they need it, too, so they can each split with $1 million and go to Rio. And how coincidental, they go to Rio the same year, Team America goes yeah. to Rio and crushes <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: A million, dollars a million dollars isn't that much anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. That was a lot back then. That's still a lot right now. Come on, man. Do it for me. I mean, a million dollars is a good amount of money. Yeah. But no,
1: nah, man, I can't. you oh, have morals. Morals? <laughs> now that you're union, yeah. you have a moral. Bruh, come on. Seriously? Did you see how many it was? <laughs> like, yo, in both versions, he it, no less than a few dozen. I was like, oh, my God. We're talking hepatitis C everywhere. Oh, man. Oh, my <laughs>
0: No. Imagine if one of them is like not really as old as you think she is and like she gets pregnant.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Just like laughs> but, but you You're said. Like, oh, man. I thought you were older than that. <laughs> but you said they had the patch on the arm. You said I had the patch on the arm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was like, no, nah, I just need. This was my last ditch effort. I had to have last a kid. Effort.
1: I just went great early. I'm just a silver fox. <laughs> but for 2 million that'd be awful. But 2 million, I mean, wow. He put his partner through a lot, man. I, don't, I asking a lot of someone. And I would yeah, know oh yeah. I don't know if I could even go with a 50-50 split if I had to do that much of the work, right? If I'm producing it and writing it and damn near directing it and I had to come up with the funds like that. We're doing 60-40, yeah. maybe let's, even 75-25. But
0: I mean, that's bad for them, but let's let's talk about how like they went to all these people found a script found a a director found like all the actors and everything and (laughs) their entire goal is to pick the worst person in every category
1: yeah it's (laughs) like it's a lot like these damn hollywood films we see now right
0: (laughs) good like my goal is to fail so let me pick
1: the worst person for this role (laughs) and by god they get it right Hollywood Hollywood be getting it right sometimes a lot of times. I'm not going to say any names cuz this is an industry we're trying to break into, but you know it when you see it, right? It's them yeah, it's them half sure. half-star and one-star shits all on our letterbox.
0: I'd feel so bad though if like I got hired to do something and I found out later like, "Oh, you were only picked cuz you were probably the worst decision <laughs> that they could make." worse But I mean, then again, they they were successful, even if they were technically the worst.
1: The only reason they were successful is because Hitler's character ended up becoming more of like a cult hit than they had imagined. So with Dick Shawn. Yeah, but that has
0: to do with the writing and directing and all that as well.
1: Somewhat, but I think it was all in the character of Dick Shawn, right, in the original. (laughs) You're not putting that man anywhere and he's not going to shine. He's like, come on, it's Germany, baby. Come on, man. Come on. And he was like, oh, wait a second. We're in Germany. So don't bomb Germany. All my friends are here, man. Come on, baby. We got to be
0: cool. He reminded me, actually, of that uh, another movie musical, um, Steve Martin in Little Shop.
1: Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I forgot that was a. Uh, oh, wow. I'm going to have to rewatch Where that. he was the dentist.
0: And he was like, Oh let me pull those teeth Very bad
1: <laughs> Steve is dope as shit too I loved him in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels Oh I haven't seen that one. Um, Oh well after Now you just made me have to add it to the list So you just added more homework <laughs> for you homie
0: Just adding stuff
1: Now what is the tipping point here That made you say no this couldn't happen Cause you work in the biz Where would this have gone wrong yeah. And people would have said yo fuck this shit <laughs> Um, well, there's so many B movies on Netflix see. and Redbox there's, and Crackle. There's
0: a lot of red flags, you know what I mean? Like like uh I guess if they kept it pretty low key, you know, because they're all like together with uh I'm talking about the musical version, but they're all like together and they work with Ula and they kind of just like go around individ like they go around as a team and talk to everybody individually and then kind of bring them together for just like a couple months of rehearsal and they're gone. So in a way it seems like it could be very possible because you get one person here, you get one person there, you get little pieces and then you kind of bring them together and don't really like they already know who's who and what who's doing what so you don't really have to explain to him like oh this is my accountant he's doing this and that. It's like this is my partner you focus on your job and, and, uh, it goes, I think the tipping point is the second you start like really selling tickets, like even opening night, if opening night is packed like it was, that's questionable. Like right there. Well, you like, want it already. to be packed
1: cause it has to be a huge flop. Right, so you don't want people to like trickle in and say, hey, I kind of liked it. Oh, I didn't really like it. If everybody goes in at once and you sell out 100, 200 yeah. tickets and they all say it was terrible, then you're out the door. But whether it you flops or it
0: succeeds, somebody's going to look into it because it's it's they marketed it so heavily well, remember that it's they like, got that man, director. why did it flop? Why did this? Why, why, why?
1: But the director they got, they had him purposefully because he's the only one that had a Broadway of production that flopped mm-hmm. and was off like in one night and they were that's what they wanted. Yeah. But but I, I think, think it, what you're I think
0: whether it flops or it succeeds, it's questionable. So like if what your goal is is to have a bunch of money invested in this thing, but like not really invested in it. Like people like there's a subsection that That you're keeping kind of off to the side for yourself I think even then whether it's successful or whether it fails people are gonna look into it because they they want to know like this big production came in now it's gone where you know what did they do how did they do this how did this happen right
1: they're gonna say let me see the books but then that's why that's why the accountant was keeping two books Right yeah one of them said that they were probably overspending for marketing, television promotions, uh you know, cars, travel, transportation, you know, they're probably hiding mm-hmm. the cost and things like that, right, saying that you mm-hmm. had to do like five or six lunches and dinners when you was yeah. just feeding everybody, right, like cheese crackers and like nobody was even getting any crafty, right? It was all yeah. <laughs> box wine.
0: But it does also bring up a good point because it's like, in the trial that they have later, their discussion is, "Well, I mean, yeah, we got all this money, but who are we really hurting? Like, who are we? and and it's true. Like, if if I get somebody to invest in me, victimless crime,
1: then, huh? It's a victimless crime, man.
0: Right. I mean, like, yeah, exactly. If I if I tell you, if I tell you." Please invest in this film that I've got going on. I think it's gonna be successful if this happens and this happens, I'll do this, I'll do that, and then maybe like then your investment will start coming back and whatever. You know investing in my project is a risk. It's the, okay, here, I I have a perfect example because I heard about this, um, I saw like this YouTube video, it was these guys talking about this Kickstarter campaign a bunch of people put money into this like motorcycle thing this motorcycle helmet i was just about like to that. tell
1: you about that yeah i was just about to pull that shit up the yeah, scully exactly. the scully
0: helmet yes the motorcycle helmet thing everybody invested their money in and these yes. guys just ran off with the money or whatever and they, can, you you can't do anything about it. it you put in the money knowing that it was a risky investment and so, like people are trying to sue and whatever for different reasons, but it says right on the website, "Hey, you know they might
1: use this money to shit happens buy strippers and disclaimer stuff. <laughs> shit." So the two guys, apparently, you're right, strippers, um, cars, I think apartments, oh, yeah, hotels, hotels, like beautiful women, and yeah, just it's like just everything superfluous that has nothing to do with helmets, right? And yeah, actually, they took a vacation.
0: They took a vacation to one place. Didn't like that place, so they're like, "Nope, we're going to a different place to vacation."
1: Yeah, on the company money, right? And if you want, you can actually still buy one here for you know for the low cost of fourteen ninety nine U S dollars. Uh and that's one thousand
0: four hundred and ninety nine, not fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Right, because then
1: a lot more people would have bought in. It wouldn't have asked questions if it went under. So that's what yeah. they should have done. But, yo, this was a dope-ass concept. I just can't believe they wiped their ass with all that money and it ran off and there are just no strings attached. So I guess with that in mind, there is an in-reality to this. There is no suspension of disbelief because this shit really does happen on Wall Street, yeah, on Broadway, and on, yeah. you know, insert whatever the fuck you live street.com. <laughs> it just is what it is. So be careful. Yeah, they
0: watched the movie. And then design the concept of this product. They said, let's just think of a product that people might really want. Right. And then, like, we're going to get people to invest in it. Right. When it doesn't happen, then they can't say anything.
1: Fuck them. So what's going to be our product? Ooh, we, we should make a podcast. It's a what? We should make a podcast. That should be our product.
0: Oh yeah! Hey, by the way, you guys. So the next couple episodes, we're charging three dollars per episode. Was it three? No, <laughs> not nah,
1: <I'm> joking. Three ninety nine, <laughs> no
0: decimal point. <laughs> the eighteen people just turned this shit off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nope. <laughs> well, in, in case they did want to find you and subscribe yeah. to your Kickstarter, Omar. Uh, how would they do that? <laughs> you could <can> PayPal me. <laughs> nah. There's there's
0: some people, I swear, there's some people out there that are going to scroll through the podcast to see what we're talking about, and they're going to reach that point, and they're going to be like, nope, unsubscribe.
1: <laughs> well, if they want to send me some Bitcoin current, they can do so at com slash southern scholar, and I'll definitely be in touch with them, and they'll get all kind of exclusive interviews, footage. <laughs> A meet and greet <laughs>
0: that i pretend that i swear i'll give you in a couple of years
1: <laughs> the, i'll s- swear it is but i mean there's some stipulations yeah but omar why don't you go ahead and give them your information in case they want to you know do a, a twofer or something and you know get both of us involved
0: yeah man if uh if you guys want to um Wanna ask me what my PayPal account is or my routing number to send me some money or anything like that, you can hit me up on letterbox.com slash the O man. And uh I'm there doing stuff, chilling and whatnot. Right. May not be as active as some people, but
1: <laughs> I'm there. We out here. Yep. Yeah. We got you. <laughs> Lotion in hand. We ready. All right, man. Let's uh let's go ahead and give him some time to think about that. I think I think we said enough for tonight.
0: all right y'all have a good one till the next one